and welcome. I'm Alan Hargraves. This is Recharge On Air. This week, I'd like to talk about managing failure. Now, how hard is it to temper enthusiasm? Most business advice these days is about how to rev it up, not tone it down. Try standing up at the end of an inspiring and motivating offsite and telling everyone why the amazing new strategy might not work. It's not a good look. Yet there seems to be no slowdown in business failures, either at the firm level or the product level. In some ways, there seems to be more. The pace of change puts on pressure for more innovation, not less, and more rapid innovation at that. There's even less time to get it right. The world is also more complicated. The amount of information and processes out there mean that making mistakes is easier now. There is just too much stuff to take into account. So how should we approach failure? It's fashionable to roll out cliches about failure being the way of learning. That's well and good. We obviously learn from failure and we need to remember that a single defeat is not a final defeat. But if failure brings down your business or career in one fell swoop, it's a pretty expensive lesson. Learning from failure only works if you can identify that you actually have failed and if you then diligently work through a post-mortem. Now, that's a good process, but what about a pre-mortem? Why don't we try and introduce the negatives early? Next time you set up a planning weekend or a brainstorming session, set a table aside for the no vote. And if there's only you with an idea, find someone to be your devil's advocate. It is very hard to stress test a great idea from the side of enthusiasm. Being positive is an admirable attribute, but if you are focused only on making it work, you may end up making something unworkable. Give some of your smarter people the task of proving it won't work. Bring in outsiders if you think everyone is just too on board with the idea. See if they can come up with contrary views that simply cannot be ignored. Build an environment in which people are encouraged to rigorously stress test the proposal and are applauded for their effort. Embrace the uncertainty they create. That's because there's a great power in uncertainty. It does many things. It makes it clear that failure is a possibility. Failure is so common, we need a mindset in which it can be expected. It will also help you fail cheaply. If the process produces enough evidence to suggest it will be no sure thing, you are less likely to bet the farm or you're more likely to correct the problems. And lastly, it will cultivate broader thinking and open minds. That means the ground might be fertile enough to come up with workable solutions to whatever problems are discovered. Who knows? They might come up with a completely different strategy one that makes a lot more sense than your original idea. It would not be the first time innovation was triggered by the odd ones out. Postmortems make a lot of sense. By all means, have one if your idea doesn't work. But a good pre-mortem could mean you'll have a lot fewer of them. I'm Alan Hargraves. This has been Recharge On Air. Thank you for listening.